Hello, and welcome to a pizza place. That's where you are, and obviously I am taking your order for pizza. Just what do you want? Just yell it. Yell it out into the void. Whatever kind of pizza you want, just yell. I'll bring it to you. I promise. No, I really won't. But, like, wouldn't that be wild if my past self could hear you right now? Like, I'd be like, you'd be like, I'd be like, in my head, I can just hear pepperoni, pineapple. And somebody else is just like, yo, that guy who likes pineapple, I don't like that guy. And then that guy's like, dude, what's your problem? I just like pineapple. And that guy's like, I don't know. I just have problems. <laughs> That's just kind of how things go these days, huh? It's just confusing. We live in a confusing world with confusing people who do confusing things. But confusion, it's just the name of the game these days, huh? So what are you going to do about it? I don't know. Listen to music. That's what I do. Uh, Greta Van Fleet is a band I never thought I would like because, like, they just sound like Led Zeppelin. They just sound like worse Led Zeppelin, like in those earlier albums. That's just what I heard. I was like, my friends, this has, this has undoubtedly been done before. So, uh, but now they put out a new album, and it's called Battle at Garden's Gate, and uh, I like a lot of songs on it. And this last single they put out, Caravel, is just awesome, and I like this band now. They, they, they do enough of incorporating the influences without sounding exactly like the influence that I can, I can like it now. So just, you know, I, not, not, not that I, I say I can like it, like I can allow myself based on my taste to like it, not based on a public opinion. I don't ever base my taste on that. You can always, you know, trust that I'm going to show you what I want to show you and not what anybody else wants me to show you. Cause that's just, that's what this is. I do a lot of other stuff for other people, so it's just, you know, this is this is for me. But you know, if you like it, I hope I hope you do. That's cool. This song is called Caravel. It's by Greta Van Fleet, and it's awesome. They did it. They're they're a really cool original sounding band now. I, I that's awesome. I can't argue with that. That was sick. That's so cool. Um, that singer has just really come into his own with that style, and the riffs are interesting, and the songs are interesting, and it's like they almost have like elements of Opeth going on in this one. It's just so cool. I really really like the song. I'm so happy because like I just never thought I'd like this band, and I genuinely think they're dope now. That was awesome. Very 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 cool. Um, yeah, Greta Van Fleet did it. I, I can't, this, that is so good. Caravel. 
Man, that's a great song. Okay, so uh, next up, Nonpoint. They put out like some new music a few months ago, and like the mix was really bad. Like not to be a dick, but like it was bad. And like this um, sounds awesome. This is like what I wanted. This is like what I would have wanted to hear from them. Um, I don't know what happened before because like I, I wanted to share it. I was like, ooh, new Nonpoint. I'm sure I'm gonna want to share this. And then I listened to it. And I was like, the mix was bad. And then uh, this is awesome. This is great. This is the song's called Ruthless by Nonpoint. I don't know if maybe my Discover Radar picked up a new, like a different Nonpoint or like a, maybe it was a demo. If it was a demo, cool. Then the, it wasn't garbage. It was a demo, you know? Totally cool. But if it's like your new stuff, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to judge it harshly. So this is great, though. Uh, Ruthless by Nonpoint. This is new. Check it out. Yeah, this is this song's great. Like what? Just, just catchy and the mix is huge. There's like some big strings going on in that pre-chorus. Like boop boop boop. Like some big like suspense movie strings going on. And that was insane. Like the the background production that they have going on in this song is like awesome. It is very interesting. And it's like really come a long way compared to what they've put out before and I just I'm so stoked on this. This is great. So yeah, new nonpoint, ruthless. It's ruthless. It's really good. Very, very well titled. Good stuff. Next up, Modest Mouse put out new music. Crazy. I uh, I haven't heard anything from Modest Mouse in a while. They're a band that's like they they slowly grow on me. It's like I hear their stuff the first time and I'm like. This guy's just shouting, and I can't understand him, and the riffs are weird, and the, the rhythms are weird, and everything about it is just weird, and then I'll go back and listen to it again, and I'll be like, hmm, and I'll hear something else about it I didn't hear, and this is, uh, they're just a band that kind of, they're slow, they're slow grow, they slowly grow on me, so, next up, Modest Mouse, we are between, new song, just came out, I think a few days ago, so check out Modest Mouse, we are between. We are between.
Yeah, this is fun. It's interesting. It's kind of like, you know, it's, so, it's like halfway between really interesting and just okay. I don't know why. Like, it's weird, but I like it a lot. I feel like I'm going to like it more as time goes on. I don't love it, but, like, I want to love it because I can, like, hear all of the cool things going on in it, and it's, like, it's just, it's a little, like, it's, like, sometimes songs like that confuse me because the rhythm is, like, very happy and uppy, and then just, like, the the chords are not. And then the lyrics, his voice sounds, like, fun, but then he's singing sad things. So it's just, every it just keeps contradicting itself. I think I just overanalyze everything, and that be, might be why I have trouble enjoying a lot of Modest Mouse's music, but I really respect what they do. So I wanted to share that they did put out new music, because I know they don't like do that too often, and I think it's really cool that they're still putting out new music, because obviously, I mean, they don't have to. <laughs> They've kind of made their point. I mean, like I loved uh, Dopamine. That album I did listen to a lot. Um, obviously, that's not the album name. I know that's just the first song on the album. But I did enjoy that quite a bit. I don't think they put out a lot of other albums I enjoyed as much as that, really, at all. But um, this is cool. I'd be interested to see to hear what else uh, they got coming along with this single. So very cool. Modest Mouse, We Are Between. Check it out. Next up, uh, there's a artist called Ballyhoo, who Collie Buds, who is a reggae artist I really enjoy, produced and featured. I don't know if he featured on the song or not, but... Um, yeah, this song is awesome, so I figured I'd share it. Yeah, no, I don't think he's on the song, but he did produce it. And uh, the new artist, Ballyhoo, it's pretty dope. It's called The Come Up. Check out the song, Ballyhoo, The Come Up. A million opinions that cast a shadow of doubt. People on the outside trying to weigh in on things they know nothing about. If they focus on their own shit just as hard as they didn't mind, they might find some happiness and not cross the line. We don't need nobody to tell us how to live. Nice. This song's good. Real chill. I mean, it kind of sounds like a lot of Collie Bud's music. So, I mean, it's hard to say that it sounds very different outside of the guy's voice, but the guy's voice is really good. And the words are good and uh, flow's nice. It's like, a, it's like a nice, like, it's like reggae pop almost. Because he does not sound like a reggae dude. He doesn't sound like a Kali Buds. He doesn't sound like a Peter Tosh or anything like that. I'm not that Kali Buds and Peter Tosh are in the same place when it comes to the reggae food chain and, and by any means. But hey, you know, I'm just talking sonically, strictly in terms of ears, earlobes, and lots of, uh, you know, whatever you can find to put to how to phrase what goes inside of those orifices on the side of your face. I don't know. <laughs> Trying to figure it out. It's science. 
It's science. Is it really science? I don't know if it's science. It might be. It might not be. I don't, I don't know. Is it science? Are you science? Maybe. Next up, we got Nakia Gold. I've never heard of this artist, but she's really awesome. She's only got 2,000 subscribers on YouTube somehow, uh, but has a million views on this video and has Wiz Khalifa featured on the song and in the video. So it's just, it's beyond, it's totally beyond me as she only has 2,000 subscribers. Like, go subscribe to her page right now. She's awesome. I figured she was already famous. This is wild, but this song is really, really dope. And, uh, yeah, really great message, and this is great. I can't believe it, so she must be a brand new artist. Yeah, um, I think this this video just came out last week, so, yeah, they must have just dropped the, the channel with the with the uh, video. Huh. I'm curious how many subs she's going to have by the time I drop this episode. Maybe, like, who knows, maybe another 500, maybe another 10 million. <laughs> we'll find out. That's pretty great, though. Heck yeah. All right, so Justice, Nakia Gold, Wiz Khalifa, Bob Marley and the Wailers because it's over a Get Up Stand Up remix, which is awesome. This song is great. Check it out. For the situations I made it out of No, I got a lot to go But still, I see the progress Plus, I know we survivors Make the best out of a bad thing You could bet When they go right, we go left Cush smoke in my chest Ten toes in each step Taylor gang what I rep Boy, don't play with us Made it to the top And that's exactly where the f*** we gon' stay Stay the f*** out our way And if you down, you better Yo, this song is dope. It gives me goosebumps. It's just like amazing. Nakia Gold. Like, where did she come from? This girl's amazing. She sounds like if like Demi Lovato and Doja Cat had a baby that sang better than both of them. I feel like that's who you got with Nakia Gold. She's just that's incredible. Like, whoa. But then she's also got like this soulful rasp. Oh, man. And the video to this is amazing. You got to go check out Nakia Gold. That's N-A-K-K-I-A-G-O-L-D. Two names, obviously. Gold is last name. Featuring Wiz Khalifa, Justice. Go check this out. That's really cool. I guess she's a brand new artist. It's weird It's weird to see somebody just emerge like that that you haven't heard of with a, somebody as big as Wiz Khalifa on their song. They only got 2,000 subs. Like, what? 
and they're that good, get on it. Get on it, people. Go check them out. Go, go show support. That is so cool. Next, I got the historical shout-out. That's all I got for new songs. Again, that was Greta Van Fleet with Caravel, Nonpoint with Ruthless, Modest Mouse with We Are Between, Bally Who featuring Collie Buds with the come-up. Actually, not with featuring Collie Buds. Collie Buds just produced it. And uh, Nakia Gold featuring Wiz Khalifa, Justice. Go check that stuff out. All the links in the description. Historical shout-out this week. We got Scott Joplin. I don't know if you've heard of Scott Joplin, but he was a famous ragtime pianist well actually he developed he created ragtime and ragtime may not be something you're familiar with but uh so he made ragtime popular and this made people ready ragtime made people ready to hear and write the jazz that came afterwards it also set the scene for american popular music over the last century put simply scott joplin essentially had a great influence over most popular music from the past 100 years with songs like this next piece called Maple Leaf Rag. understand about this is most music before this is very traditional like there's a lot of classical there's a lot of opera there's a lot of um or like cultural cultural music stuff like that stuff that was very like you know it was serious there's no like nothing really tongue-in-cheek or fun it was like it was all for like kind of is made by serious people about serious stuff and it sounded serious and there wasn't a lot of like fun music that people could go out and like dance to and party to i mean like even you see like the westerns you know there's like bluegrass and stuff like that but there wasn't really like singing there wasn't really like folk there was uh no like you know no like stuff that people could do anything other than like square dance to or things like that or or like you know uh balls and shindigs and stuff like that this made it so that uh, it, he opened the door for all of jazz to occur, essentially, because then they were able to take music and not, you know, be a little more loose with it, be a little, make it a little more fun, make it a little more entertaining so that the people that were going out and getting drunk at these bars could have something to listen to and party to. And then, you know, jazz opened the door for people like <laughs> um, Elvis and the Beatles and all that stuff. And then jazz kind of stopped being majorly popular because jazz used to be like in the you know 20s through 40s through maybe even part of the 50s jazz bars were like that was the most popular thing to do for young people who would go out and obviously young people who go out are the people who determine what's popular in that industry so um yeah ragtime scott joplin a lot of the fun, awesome, happy music that you hear these days or just in general when it comes to popular music was greatly influenced and allowed by the abilities of Scott Joplin. So 
Make sure you inform yourself. It's important. History is important. It is. I'm being serious. Anyway, next up, we got the news. So serious this week. So many things happened. You're not ready. You're not ready. This is such a serious discussion. Iggy Pop's cockatoo, Biggie Pop, has an Instagram page. And I don't think you've followed it yet. So the link's in the description. Go follow Biggie Pop. Iggy Pop's cockatoo. Or you're going to be mad that you didn't. <laughs> well, I don't know. Whenever you do, you can go look at the stuff that you didn't see already. So I, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just... I'm a madman. Anyway. Next. Oh, man. What, what is with the reaction to people with Elon Musk? Like, he's a confusing individual, for sure. But, like, all the public information we have about him that you can confirm kind of just proves he's a super genius who does really good things for the world. The satellite's a little questionable. That's, like, that many satellites in the sky for faster internet. Like, have you seen, doc like, pictures of, like, the amount of satellites that they're putting in the sky as we speak for 5G, if they're not already there, they might be controlling that phone that I'm recording this <laughs> this video through. Uh, anyway, um, I don't know. It's an interesting statement. Like, outside of the satellites, I really have never heard anything bad about him that wasn't completely just debunkable. I mean, I've, like, I worked for Solar City, which turned to Tesla, at one point and we were working once it switched to Tesla, like the benefits were great. The pay was even better. Um, there was a lot of really cool products that we were able to talk about and a lot of good information available to us, um, about, you know, renewable energy and solar energy and electric cars. And it's a lot of good stuff and everything he does is state of the art and he's so serious and so just like balls to the wall with everything. Like if you read his book, I mean, this man would not sleep. You'd sleep for 12 hours a week and he would work for like 90 to 100 hours because he would just stay at the office and he would work with the closing shifts and then he'd go to sleep in his office for a few hours and then he'd wake up and open with the earlier shift and just keep going. And uh, I don't know, this man works really hard. Everybody that's been in his orbit like might confirm that he's not a very nice person sometimes, but that he is works harder than anyone they've ever met. So it's like... I don't think people should be as critical of him. That said, if you're critical of the 5G satellites, I don't really blame you. It's just a lot of pollution in the sky, um, for sure, for faster internet. And if that's really the only thing that it's helping out, you know, uh, in terms of benefits to people and mankind, I, I think that's a little extreme. But outside of that, I mean, if you if you read his book, you realize that he looked at NASA and was like, you guys have been wasting billions of dollars for many years meant billions of our tax dollars. And he, he cares about that. And so he um, researched greatly. He, he learned all of rocket science. He taught himself rocket science. And then he taught himself how to build a rocket and like how to use that rocket. And he's, he's, he's like helping the scientists to establish how they're going to get to Mars. Like he's, he's involved in every process. The thing that's the most interesting about him is most people that are in his position are just a face. And they're just kind of like, they have the real workers behind the scenes that are the smart people that know the stuff. And then this guy is just kind of giving everybody a vague story. Elon is fully invested and involved in everything that he does and understands every aspect of everything he does. Because when he reads a book, he just memorizes it immediately and has since he was a young child. So it's like, I don't know. I just found him very interesting and learned a lot about him when I worked for him. And now that I have worked for him and done so much research, 
whenever I hear people talking about them that haven't had that experience, I'm kind of just like, do you know anything about him or do you just know he's a billionaire? Because there's bad billionaires. There's a lot of bad billionaires. Most billionaires probably, if we had to consider, you know, more, I'd say more than 50% of billionaires are probably not nice, good people at all. That seems to be our the consensus. We don't really know, though. I mean, how do you know? I don't know them personally. Maybe if you met them in person, they'd be great. Maybe they'd be completely different than you and me. I don't know. That kind of seems more like the case. But Elon, on the other hand, is somebody who did not inherit his fortune. Um, he is rich because of how smart he is. And I can, like... If you read his book, it shows you the exact path he took, what companies he developed. He developed a company before PayPal that essentially funded him to be able to make PayPal. Then he made PayPal. Then with PayPal, he was able to fund SpaceX. Then with SpaceX, he was able to fund Tesla. There's a clear path to where he got that is documented and well, uh, very much public. So I don't know. And I feel like whenever I talk to people about him, they don't know that. They're just like, oh, he's just a rich guy. No, he, he, see, he researched where he could get the rocket parts the cheapest after teaching himself rocket science and then went to, went to Russia. To, uh, and the reason he went to Russia is because there's cheap rocket parts there. But he knows enough about it that they weren't able to rip him off. You go there, he knew they were going to try and rip him off. He knew they were going to try and give him stuff that wasn't what he paid for or that wasn't quality. And he knew what to look for and knew how to test it and was able to go there and get the quality parts for a much lower price. And then SpaceX was able to undercut NASA's rocket costs by like 10 times or 15 times. It's something ridiculous. So, I mean, the things that he does with SpaceX is not just like, oh, it's just another NASA. No, it's a NASA that makes rocket ships for a fraction of the price that are far more effective because he not only understands how to save money on the parts, he understands how to put them together with his engineers it's fascinating his brain is fascinating like is he an evil mastermind i really doubt it could he be working in tandem with evil masterminds maybe maybe you know against his will who knows that's that that'd be something i'd be willing to accept but him being evil himself i don't know and the only thing that i've seen him do personally that i think is questionable is the satellites like we don't we don't really know the effect that's going to have on the the space debris and all the things that go into our orbit and things like that so that's confusing to me but whole thing's interesting um i don't know for sure nobody knows for sure but you know don't be if you're going to beat anybody up i wouldn't you know verbally or on social media uh, i feel like elon is just should be way far down that ladder of billionaires but who knows? Regardless, you're awesome. Love you. Hope you're having a great time doing whatever you're doing. Listening to this podcast, I guess, is what you're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, I missed last week because I just had to resituate this room. I had a very busy weekend, so sorry about that. But you're awesome. And uh, love you. Have a great, awesome day. And make sure that you put your pants on one leg at a time because you got a fever. And the only prescription... Is more cowbell. Thank you.